God, it's not about us. It's all about you. So, Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit today. I thank you that he's our teacher. He's our helper. He's the one that lead us and guide us into all truth. He's the one that reveals unto us. He's the one that brings the word back to our remembrance. So, Holy Spirit, I thank you for walking alongside of me today. I thank you, Father, that I have been crucified with Christ. And it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who live in me. I thank you, God, that your glory shall be revealed in this place, even on today, in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, I come against witchcraft. In the name of Jesus, God, every word that was sent out against me, that was sent out against the body of Christ of Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministry, I bind right now in the name of Jesus. God, even the ones that's talking, even right now, God, I bind that right now in the name of Jesus. And God, I thank you for the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name, every hindering spirit, I come against you. I bind you right now in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of confusion, I bind you in the name of Jesus. And I loose the peace of God. In Jesus' name, every spirit of pride. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I command you to go and I lose humility in this place in Jesus' name. God, I thank you and I praise you and I pull down every stronghold right now in the name of Jesus that's coming against the body of Christ in Jesus' name. Every sickness and disease, I command you to go right now in the name of Jesus and I say be healed today be made whole walk in your healing in the name of Jesus God we give you glory we give you honor and we give you praise right now stiffness is coming against the body I command you to be loosed right now in the name of Jesus joint pain I command you to go right now in the name of Jesus pain in the back go in the name of Jesus God we thank you that healing is in this house headaches go in the name of Jesus God we thank you right now every tormenting spirit that has come in to torment the mind I bind you in the name of Jesus I command you to go in Jesus name God we thank you and we praise you right now. We honor you and we glorify you, God. And we say it is done in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to go to Matthew, the fourth chapter. And I'm going to bring in something in the house that we're familiar with. But God is bringing it back in the house. And I believe God has a reason to do what he's doing. Amen? Amen. Open your Bibles to Matthew, the fourth chapter, and verse 17. And let's hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. Matthew, the fourth chapter, verse 17. And that's the beginning of the gospel. Amen? From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. Let me say it again. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. I want to talk about manifesting the kingdom. Manifesting the kingdom. When you manifest um, something, it means to make it known where everybody can see it. 
God is bringing this word in the house because if you are born again and if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we're supposed to be manifesting the kingdom of God here on earth. Now, starting with Jesus, we have to understand that it says that Jesus began to say. And the reason why Jesus started to say what he was saying was because Jesus had to be prepared. Jesus had to be made ready to present the kingdom of God. And Jesus was our example that we follow even in the gospels to let us know where we supposed to be. Now, when Jesus first started out, we know that he was a child, but his parents um, lost him. They left him behind. He was in the temple. He was getting taught. Um, they was astounded at um, the answers that he was given in the way that Jesus understood everything. And after that, we know that Jesus grew up. And as he grew up, John the Baptist, the one that was preparing the way for Jesus to come, John began to say, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. So what John was doing, he was preparing the way for Jesus by him preparing the way for Jesus. When Jesus came, that was the end of John the Baptist ministry because the one that he was preparing the way for had, had come. So Jesus, before he could even go into his ministry, Jesus had to be baptized with the Holy Ghost and with power. And this is where we miss it in the body of Christ. We have to understand that when God give us something to do, which is to proclaim the kingdom of God, he's not going to send you out there without you being equipped. It's so many people that are out there that's proclaiming, but they're proclaiming with no power. When God have you proclaiming something on his behalf, manifestation is going to take place. That means everybody is, is going to be made known. The kingdom is going to be made known. You're not going to talk about something not less it's made known so people can understand what you're talking about. So Jesus had to have the power of God to come upon him so he can go out and carry out what God would have him to carry out on the earth. Matter of fact, Jesus came in the flesh so he come in the flesh to let us know that he was flesh just like we are. So it's no excuse for none of us in this room. So after Jesus got equipped for the ministry that God to proclaim the kingdom, this is when he began to say. If you see before then, you don't see him saying anything, do you? But it says that after Jesus come up out of that water and was baptized by the fire of God, then Jesus began to say, repent. Jesus said, repent. That means I want you to think differently. I want you to have a change of mind. Let me tell you why. Because up under John the Baptist, that was still, still dealing with the law and the prophets. That means that Jesus said, now I'm coming on the scene to fulfill the law. I'm not coming to do away with it, but I'm coming to fulfill it. And in fulfilling it, I'm going to bring you some good news. He said, the good news ain't about me. The good news is about the kingdom that's coming through me. See, we get gospel mixed up with Jesus. Jesus was the one proclaiming claiming the good news concerning the kingdom. So Jesus began to say, repent, have a change of heart, have a change of mind. It's time for you to think differently. What am I saying to the body of Christ? It is time for you to think differently, not the way the world thinks, not the way man's think, but the way the kingdom of God is thinking. So Jesus began to bring in the kingdom so their thinking could be changed. This is why Jesus began to teach 
on the kingdom of God. He said the kingdom is near you. Why? Because Jesus was bringing the kingdom. He was representing the kingdom of God. And I can say today, where is the kingdom citizens? Where are the kingdom citizens? We're acting just like we don't belong to the kingdom of God. Why? Because we're fitting into what the world is doing. When the world see us, they're supposed to see differently. They're supposed to see that change have come unto us. So that's what Jesus was bringing. He was bringing change. But as Jesus was bringing that change, he had to get some followers. He had to get some learners. He had to get some pupils that was set up under him so he can give them the things that he learned from, y'all don't hear me, that he learned from his father. So they had to go into a training mode. They had to go into a teaching mode. But the first thing that they had to do is deny themselves. See, this is what we forget. We don't want to deny ourselves. We don't want to deny what we want to do. We don't want to deny how we feel. We got to deny ourselves. That means that you got to lose interest in yourself. Not only yourself, but whatever you're doing, you got to drop it to follow Jesus. So when Jesus went to get his disciples, they were helping their father, some of them on a boat. They left their jobs to follow Jesus because I believe that what Jesus was bringing unto them, they knew that this would take care of me more than my job would take care of me. So they heard the good news concerning the kingdom. So they began to follow him. They began to lose interest in the jobs. They began to lose interest in their life because they knew that they had a Zoe life now, a life that's abundant life that's full of everything that they need so God sent Jesus on earth to reintroduce the kingdom of God what was he reintroducing when you go back to Genesis God had his kingdom right there on earth with Adam and Eve he set it up like he wanted to set it up and one thing that I like is when God created everything he created the heavens he created the earth he created everything he wanted on the earth the plants the trees everything that he spoke then it there it was it was good everything he saw it was good so God put everything on earth that he wanted on earth what was the purpose of him doing that because he was setting up a kingdom but this is one thing God said that I'm going to do he said let us make man in our image. But this is the key. He said, we're going to make them in our image. We know his image and his likeness was a spiritual being. That was someone that you could not see. He said, I want them to have my likeness, my characteristics, my attribute. I want them to be God-like. So we're going to make them in my image. But then he didn't stop there. He said, and we're going to let them have dominion. God could have took dominion himself. But God said, no, I'm going to allow man to have dominion over the earth. I want man to rule and reign over this earth. Over everything that I created, I want man to rule over it. I want them to have rulership. Now, I'm going to give you a nugget here. All of us was born to rule. This is why you have rebels in the body of Christ. Because you got rulership in you, but you got to know God's order of that rulership. We begin to rebel. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Your boss tell you, I need that report. 
okay? Now, all of a sudden, something rise up in you. You don't tell me what to do, but you do it. Okay, husband and wife. Husband say, cook me some food. Why you ain't cook me no food? Give me my food now. Something rise up in you and say, you ain't my daddy. You don't tell me what to do. Get your mama to cook you some food. Because that's that, that's that rulership. All of us was born to rule. Everybody was. So he said, I give you rulership over the earth. Everything that I created, I'm giving you rulership over it. So man had rulership. Man and male and female. That means that we could rule over the earth, but not over each other. See, there's a problem with that in the body of Christ. For some reason, men, your head got blew up. Thinking that you can dominate a woman. No. That's not the way God intended for it. I'm the priest. You do like I say. You don't tell me what to do. I tell you what to do. I'm the head. No, you the tail today. Because that's how you act. And you ain't been in the word of God long enough. To know even your position. God gave both of us the same authority over the earth, but he showed us how we need to handle the home. Then you got some women acting like Jezebel, trying to rule Ahab and Ahab letting them do it just to keep peace in your home. Oh, you a kingdom citizen, right? Mm, Don't think so. Because if you know what the word of God says, This is what we supposed to do. So y'all know what happened in the Garden of Eden. They had everything that they need. The kingdom was set up on earth. They was not lacking anything. But we know the enemy wanted what they had. What did he want? He wanted that authority. He wanted the right to rule. And he knew the only way that he could get it was by twisting the word, by deceiving them. So is that not what he does to us today? He come in and deceive us to tell us, well, you don't have to take that. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. Don't you know who you are? You can do better than that. Your time. No, just, just don't even listen to that. See, that's the enemy. So he deceived Eve. Y'all know what happened. And then the man joined in with his wife. And that's how sin entered the world, right? But God had a plan. And we thank God that he had this plan even before the foundations of the earth. He had already had a plan for his kingdom even before the foundation of the earth to set up his kingdom. So we see here that Jesus came to bring the kingdom to earth. He came to reintroduce how the kingdom supposed to be um, in in heaven. The earth supposed to look like heaven. Amen. This is why when we see the prayer that says Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. So God said, I want my kingdom to be here on earth just like it is in heaven. So I'm going to send my son and he's going to reintroduce this kingdom to let you know how the kingdom's supposed to operate. So first of all, he's getting his disciples, his learners, his pupils. But the thing that they had to do was let go. And I'm going to stop right there. And have you to think about that. And I want you to ask your neighbor, have you really let go of you? Let's think about that. Have we really let go of ourselves enough to say, yes, Lord, to whatever you will have for me to do? See, we got to have a made up mind. 
And this is why when Jesus was introducing the kingdom of God, Jesus from Matthew 5 to Matthew 7, he was given the Sermon on the Mount. He was given the Beatitudes. He was telling them this is how it's supposed to be. He took that time to introduce all that to them. They were being taught because they were followers of Jesus Christ. But then when you get into Matthew, the 10th chapter, after Jesus began to go over the Sermon on the Mount and begin to show them different things begin to show them healing everybody that Jesus come up upon when they were sick healing was available why because the kingdom had come to the earth so healing was made available so if we're born again and we have accepted Jesus as our Lord and as our Savior the Holy Spirit comes and he indwells us that means the Holy Spirit indwelling us makes us a part of this kingdom of God so Jesus was teaching them these principles and Jesus said I'm giving you power I'm giving you authority and this power and authority that he gave them was to heal the sick was to cast out demons he gave them all of this right and all of this authority he said now I want you to go out so he was telling them where to go but then he got said preaching the kingdom of God when you preach the kingdom of God manifestation is going to come through what you're preaching because whatever's in the room that ain't right if you preach your own healing guess what the kingdom is coming to bring healing unto the body of Christ because you're preaching own healing the kingdom is coming there's no sickness in heaven so there shouldn't be no sickness on earth so you got to understand when you manifest in the kingdom you're manifesting his healing you telling people you don't have to be sick why because healing has come down for heaven for you we as citizens supposed to be manifesting healing to the earth to let people know my kingdom is from above but I'm bringing it down here to the earth for you to be a part of this kingdom go with me to Matthew the 10th chapter And Matthew, the 10th chapter, it said, verse 1, And when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out, to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Look at the power and the authority that they had. He gave them that right. He said, when you go out, I'm giving you this. Every sickness and every disease that you come upon, then you got the power to heal it. He said, in every demon that you come upon, you got the power. You got the authority to cast out that demon because you letting them know ain't no demons in heaven. And ain't going to be none on earth because the kingdom is coming down to earth. See, we shouldn't have, if you see somebody cutting the food, you should say, come out in the name of Jesus. Because you have that right to speak to that spirit and let that spirit know, oh, no, 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 that don't happen in my kingdom. I'm bringing the kingdom to earth to let people know that God is coming down here on earth through me. So this is what he told those disciples to do. Then he told them in verse 7, and as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely you give. So he was telling them all of this. He said, you have received all of this freely from me. So I want you to give it freely. So the thing is, we got to know who we are now that we're in Christ. See, we have to, when we go out, we can't look at ourselves in the natural. We have to see who we are in the supernatural. 
You are a kingdom citizen. So everything that heaven is doing, that's what you're supposed to be doing on earth. This is why Jesus said that the kingdom is within you. We have the kingdom on the inside of us. This is why when we get born again, remember Nicodemus, he was a ruler, and he told Jesus, the things that you do, I know you have to be coming from the Father because ain't no man can do these things. So Jesus began to tell him that you must be born again to see the kingdom. That means to perceive the kingdom, to understand the kingdom. You got to be born again. Then he said to enter the kingdom, you got to be born again. So Jesus is the door y'all unto the kingdom so once we accept Jesus we go through the door and where most of us are stopping is at the door we talk about Jesus death burial and resurrection yes Jesus had to die Jesus had to be buried and he had to rise again but after all of that you should know he did all of that so we wouldn't have to be sin sick no more so he can do away with sin and after sin is done away with then we begin to walk in the kingdom we begin to do kingdom things it's about introducing the kingdom he done took care of what was holding you Jesus came to take care of what was holding you from getting into the kingdom and being that he was the one that God sent to introduce the kingdom he said I'm the only way you can get to the kingdom so the only way you can get to God is through me so once you accept Jesus you're born again the kingdom come live on the inside of you you get endued with power from on high to be an effectual witness everywhere you go what are you witnessing you're witnessing what Jesus had already done on the earth concerning the kingdom you don't go outside of what Jesus done See, some people are trying to do things differently outside of what the kingdom is doing. Well, if you want that demon to come out, this is what you got to do. No, you don't. My Bible tell me in the name of Jesus, come out. Everything that Jesus done, that's what we supposed to do because he manifests the kingdom. Jesus didn't do flips. He didn't do all this stuff and all that. Only thing he did was bring forth the kingdom. How did he do it? He said, because whatever I see, my father doing that's what i do so jesus was his dependency was on the father he said my will is to do his will whatever the will of the father is that's what i'm gonna do so jesus had to know the will of the father to carry it out here on earth the problem with us is we're not in our word to know the will of the father so we're trying to carry out things that the father didn't tell us to carry out we're trying to do things that the father didn't tell us to do so we are kingdom citizens first of all you got to know that you are a kingdom citizen that you're not part of this world you are in it but you're not a part of it, so quit acting like it. We got too many people that don't even see that they're manifesting the world instead of manifesting the kingdom because they're so stuck on, I'm just going to use this right here, stupid, that they don't realize who they are now that they're in Christ because they're trying to do what their friends are doing instead of manifesting what the kingdom is telling them to do. It don't make no sense. But yes, they're still saying, Lord, Lord. He said, everybody that say, Lord, Lord, don't know me. So if we're kingdom people, we're going to do what the kingdom does. 
So Jesus did not go outside of the will of his father. This is why every time Jesus come up on something, he knew what his father would do. What, what, what is heaven doing? That's what I want to be done here on earth, son. So the next thing we got to understand that we're no longer servants, we're sons. How do I know this? Because there was a prodigal son. This prodigal son wanted to go out and he wanted to be a part of the world. He didn't want to be a part of the kingdom. He wanted to be part of the world because he figured the world has something that I need. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So he went out and he left his father's house. And when he left his father's house, he spent all that he had. And one day when he realized when he come to himself, he said, I can go back to my father's house and I can be a servant and I can stay, you know, be just like the servant. So he made up his mind. He was going back to his father's house and he was going to let his father know he done wrong. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But then when he got there, his father saw him afar off and his father didn't put him in a servant position. He put him in sonship. He gave him the best robe. He killed the fatted cow. He put a ring on his finger. This boy looked like royalty, even though he was out there looking toe up from the floor up. He said, you have come back to my house. And if you're coming back to my house, this is how my house look. You are a priest. You are a king. And that's what you're going to represent, the kingdom. So he brought the son back in so you got to see yourself as a son you got to see him as your father and you got to see him that when things go on in your life and you're part of the kingdom everything that you need God has already made it available to you this is why he says seek ye first the kingdom when you seeking first the kingdom you're seeking where you're coming from and his way of doing things his way of being right and all of these things shall be added unto you see y'all we supposed to shine as lights because we're kingdom people and when the light come in the room it expels the darkness because we're from another kingdom it's not like the kingdom of darkness it's like the kingdom of god so you're supposed to represent where you're from and the problem with the church we're trying to represent everything else except who we belong to so jesus was coming to bring a message he was saying, repent, think di differently, have a change of mind, for the kingdom has come near you. When you come into a room, there's supposed to be a change in that room. Whatever is going on in that room, light has come to expose darkness. They're supposed to know that has to be God because nobody didn't know this. Because I told it to no one, we're bringing the kingdom unto him. Look through the word of God. Every sickness that Jesus come upon, that person was healed. The man that had leprosy, he said, if it's your will, Jesus, you can heal me. Jesus said, it is my will. So the man with leprosy got healed. The man with the withered arm, he got healed. The woman with the issue of blood, she got healed because she was having faith in him. And she began to meditate that if I can only touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. She took her mind off of her condition and she put it on the healer, which was Jesus Christ. So what we do when we're introducing the kingdom, we're bringing the kingdom 
to the earth and it's coming through us. This is why you have to be in the word of God to know about the kingdom to present the kingdom to the earth. And when you begin to present the kingdom to the earth, guess what? Everybody's going to begin to press into it. Everybody's wanting what you have. Why? Because it's working here on earth. See, when the earth began to change, guess what? We don't change because we're blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places through Christ Jesus. See, Jesus just came to bring the kingdom. But when Jesus left, he said, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. He said, you're going to have the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is going to indwell you. The Holy Spirit is going to begin to teach you the things concerning the kingdom. And as he teach you, you're going to begin to manifest. You're going to begin to show people where you're from. What are you showing people? See, we're supposed to be different, y'all. The way we walk, the way we talk, the way we carry ourselves. So supposed to be so different. Guess what? It's either going to drive them or it's going to draw them. And some people ain't going to want what you have. They're going to keep on doing what they do. Go in the book of Acts. Even after they brought the message, some accepted and some didn't because they still wanted to do what they wanted to do. We're going to have this today, but that should not stop us from doing what we do. God said, I want my kingdom manifested through you. And the only way that can happen, first of all, you got to deny you. Because the day that you accepted Jesus... As your Lord and Savior, I'm going to say it again. It was no longer about you. It was about what he wanted and what he wanted to do. This is why I always say I have to remind myself. I know people get tired of me saying it. I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who live in me. And now the life that I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the son of God who loved me, who died for me. So this is how we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be dead to the world, but we're supposed to be alive in Jesus Christ because Jesus came and he brought the kingdom to us. And the way that we get into the kingdom is by accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Y'all, we don't stop at the door because God says, upon this rock, I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So Jesus was coming to build the church. And how Jesus was doing that, he was laying the foundations of the kingdom. And as he um, brought kingdom principles, he said, now, okay, apostles, this is what I want you to lay. No other foundation can you lay except what I have already taught you, except what I have already given you. That's why you have an apostle. An apostle is only going to build upon what Jesus have given unto them. And if they build any other foundation, I advise you not to be a part of it because they're not going to go outside of what Jesus told them to do. That's why Acts, the first chapter, he was talking to the apostles. He began for 40 days to tell them about the kingdom why in the world would jesus spend another 40 days down here and could have went to heaven he said there's still things i need to give you concerning my kingdom and he said everything i'm giving you he said i want you to build upon what i'm giving you so that's why y'all see he said but boys you're not through yet he said i breathed on you 
And John, the 20th chapter, Jesus came and said, peace. And after he said, peace, he began to breathe on them and the Holy Spirit began to indwell them. But he said in Luke, it's not over with yet because in order for you to do what I'm sending you to do concerning my kingdom, he said, you're going to have to be endued. You're going to have to be clothed with power from on high. So Jesus in Acts 1, what did he do? He was telling them about the kingdom principles. And then he said, now I want you to wait for this power. He said, the reason why you're going to be effectual witness for me, not only in Judea, but in Samaria and Jerusalem and the uttermost parts of what? The world. So he said, that's how you're going to witness for me. So they went up into the upper room. They were obedient to him. Do you know they had to let go of their agenda? Because some people say, I ain't going in no upper room and I ain't going to be waiting on nothing. I ain't got time for all of that. Come on, some of us don't even have time to be in the house of the Lord. We don't have time to come in and fellowship no more. You know, I didn't get something done on Saturday, so I take Sunday off to catch up. Who does that? Give every day of the week to somebody. But when it comes to Sunday, people ain't got time to come into the house of the Lord. And supposed to be kingdom citizens. Come on, in the book of Acts, once Peter got endued with the power from on high, y'all remember old Peter, the one that ran his mouth, you know, I'll die for you, Lord, and all of this, and then he hiding behind the corners watching him get crucified. But this same Peter that was endued with the power from on high got Holy Ghost boldness. And he began to speak concerning Jesus Christ. He began to speak based on what Jesus had told him. And y'all guess what? 3,000 souls. They got saved after they had a change of heart. After they were pricked in their heart, change came, right? And then things began to change. Things began to be done differently. They were up under the apostles' doctrine. Why? Because that's who Jesus set it up with. The apostles. And when the apostles taught them, they had more than what was in that upper room. They had 3,000, y'all. So they had to begin to teach them these principles concerning the kingdom. And as they began to teach them, they began to teach others. Then there were 5,000. You know what's happening right now with the church? They want the pastor to teach you. They want the pastor to shepherd you. They want the pastor to marry you. They want the pastor to bury you. They want the pastor to go out and get sheep and bring them into the house. And you just want to sit there and be pretty. That's what's happening with the church. You coming in here to get taught. Why are you coming in here to get taught? Because we're coming to assemble. We're coming to fellowship. We're coming to get what God has from us, whom God has given it to. Then when you leave out, you began to be a disciple. All of us in here are ministers. We don't just come just to say we're here. We do just like they done in the word of God. 3,000, 5,000, they begin to have multitude of believers. Why? Because they were introducing what the apostles gave them, the apostles' doctrine, which came from Jesus before he left. And that doctrine kept going on and on and on and on. And then when they had problems, they would come right back to the ones that introduced this doctrine to say, okay, this is what we're having problems with at this church. And then they will come together. Come on, read the word. 
God set it up the way he want to set it up, not the way that we should be setting it up. We got churches everywhere. Everywhere you look, you see a building with some name on it. You see it everywhere you go, but nobody's getting training. Nobody is getting raised up the way they should be raised up as kingdom folk. And if we raised up as kingdom folks, we won't be looking for every place everywhere. We'll stay planted where God put us. This is how I know that some people don't know what kingdom they're from. Because when you know what kingdom you're from, you're going to do it God's way and not man's way. Have you ever heard a person say, I just feel like I ain't getting what I need. I, I, I just feel like it's just not like it used to be. It's you. It's you. My fire ain't burning like because you ain't in your word. You stopping here and there and everywhere and you're confused. You don't know what to take or what not to take. You confuse. Somebody tell you this and that. And you know that just gets you all happy. And then you go over here and somebody tell you that. And it feel all good. And then you feel like this is where I supposed to be. Two weeks later. No. That's because you don't know who you are. When you know who you are in him. When you know that you're a kingdom citizen and know what the kingdom is about, you don't have to run to every wind of doctrine. This is why he set up the fivefold. So you won't be tossed to and fro. He has set up the fivefold so you will be teached, so you will be edified, so you will be built up in the body of Christ. Everybody has a position, but we have to know what that position is. First position, you got to understand your kingdom citizens. And you do what your kingdom is doing. Outside of what your kingdom is doing, you don't do. Give you an example. Let's go back to Daniel. Y'all know what happened to Daniel? Daniel was in Babylon. Babylon was a part of the world, was it not? They were doing things the way they wanted to do them. And Daniel was right amongst them. But Daniel didn't do it their way. He done it God's way. They wanted Daniel to pray to to the king. Daniel wasn't going to pray to no other God except God. When he got the decree. Daniel went and done exactly what he always done. He wasn't going to change. Daniel didn't change because he knew what kingdom he was from. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't change. They knew what kingdom they were from. Peter and John, they refused um, to do like they told them to preach in another name. No, I'd rather obey God than obey man. So we're supposed to be obedient to God more than we obedient to man. Even on your jobs, yes, you're supposed to obey those that are in authority over you. But if those in authority over you is telling you to steal, to make their business prosper you said no I am not going outside of what I believe I'm no thief because the Bible tells me that a thief a liar all of them ain't gonna inherit the kingdom of God I left all of that for the kingdom of God so I'm not gonna steal for your business to prosper matter of fact your business is prospering because I'm here See, when we come in on a job, that job's supposed to prosper because you own that job. Now, if you own that job whining and complaining, you ain't bringing the kingdom, you're bringing the world. But if you step on that job and say, light has come on this job, you're getting ready to prosper. You're getting ready to succeed because God brought me here for a plan and for a purpose. I'm not here on my own. I'm here because he put me here. I don't care if it's McDonald's. 
You need to tell McDonald's, your sales are going up right now. How do I know? Because God makes the best burger in the world, not McDonald's. God does. So when I lay my hands on the meat, people are going to want more cheeseburgers than they ever want. See, that's preaching the kingdom. So wherever you go, you let them know, I'm, come on, favor follows me everywhere I go. When you step in a place, say favor's in the place because I'm in the place and I'm getting some favor up here in the place. This is what you do. You're supposed to know these principles because you kingdom. Everywhere the kingdom go is supposed to be successful. It's supposed to prosper. You're supposed to be winners. You're supposed to be victorious. No matter how it looks, when you step in on the scene, you don't step in on the scene to say, oh, I'm coming to tell you, you ain't going to make it. You're going to make it because I'm here. And I want to tell you all this and how I know about the kingdom. I know more now than I did then. And Jennifer can be my witness when they demoted me and they put me in different places. Everywhere they put me, it prospered, didn't it, Jennifer? It was prospering. They thought that they can tear me down, but they didn't know whom I served. So I'll never forget. They put me as a biller and those uh, things I had to key in was stacked that high. And they thought, oh, the girl that was standing behind me, she was the one that was keying them in before I came in on the, come in on the scene. And she was under me before they demoted me. So when I got in there, I said, you know what? I said, from now on, these bills are going to move. So she was standing behind me, and I heard her say, without opening her mouth, now let's see how you do it. Let's see if it get done. Oh, just talking about me. And I just sat there. But I'm here to tell you, those claims moved. Why? Because God had me in a place. And if God puts you in a place and you represent him, his glory is going to be revealed. So after the claims was being moved, I went back to her desk and I looked at her. I said, I heard what you said. So I repeated what she said and she was tears in her eyes. From that day forward, she wanted to hear about Jesus. I'm here to tell you, wherever God puts you, you're going to be prosperous because you represent the kingdom. Oh, that wasn't good enough. They moved me again. The funny part is they're going to move me by a toilet. Everybody else in a nice place got their own office. Well, this is where you're going to sit. I said, these people are going to move me by a toilet. Every time somebody go in and out the bathroom, I smell it, I hear it. You're going to put me by a toilet? I was upset. But the spirit of the living God, come on, that's where humility come in. I said, I can let go of this. That'll be all right. I'll be over here. Got over there, and I was doing refunds. Refunds was far behind. People wasn't getting refunds. I was taking them refunds out the house making sure everybody got their refunds and got bored and falling asleep at my desk. So they were giving me more on top of that, and people that had less still wasn't getting it done. And I remember Jennifer was looking at me. Jennifer was telling me what I wouldn't do it. (laughs) But let me tell you something. I was representing him. And whatever we find to do, we do it with all our might unto who? God. Not unto man. We're there to please God and not man. Why am I saying this? If you own a job, I don't care if that job is paying minimum wage. You get on that job and you do it with all your might unto God and not unto man because you dare to please God. Then they will begin to promote you. They will begin to put you in a place that you didn't even think that you could even be in. Why? Because you're putting God before you put in anything. You represent kingdom. The kingdom has come wherever you're working. So quit mumbering and complaining. And the kingdom don't go to work late. 
The kingdom show up on time. You right, apostle. You don't go to church late either. The kingdom show up. But hey, if you don't respect where you come into fellowship, you ain't going to respect what well, some of you respect your jobs more than you respect coming up in the house of God. Because you know that's messing with your money. But let me tell you something. Money can't save you. I don't care how much money you have. It can't save you. Because when you know who you are in him, when your money ain't looking right, you still walking like a kingdom citizen. You still walking like, God, I have more than enough to do what I need to do. How do I know? Because David that wrote the song, the Lord is my shepherd that I shall not want. Why? Because I'm a part of the kingdom. I'm not going to lack. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Come on. He's going to lead me in a place where I'm not going to have want. I'm not going to have lack. I'm going to have everything that I need because he is a good shepherd. He's the one that restores my soul. So when we understand the kingdom that we're a part of, y'all, we're not going to be worried about what the world is doing because we know where are we from and we know what our kingdom has what do we have to do god said i'm giving you the keys i'm giving you the keys to the kingdom teresa and teresa whatever you bind here on earth he said it's going to be bound in heaven but if you don't bind it it ain't going to be bound in heaven he said because i gave the earth to you but i'm giving you keys from up here so those keys from up here is going to do whatever needed to be done here on earth now if you don't use those keys it ain't getting done because i'm not going to do it because i gave you the right to do it so people say god is a sovereign god he's in control i'm gonna go there he's in control but he gave control to you here on earth meaning that god said i have given you permission to rule and reign here i give you another example people say well this person is sick and You know, if it was God's will, this person would be healed. Okay? If it was his will, he, you know, they would be healed. Okay. But if he's giving you the right to introduce healing here on earth, he's put that in your hands. God said, I have already made a way for your healing over 2,000 years ago. Just because you got symptoms in your body, that does not mean that you're not healed. He said, those symptoms are telling you something has come in to invade my kingdom. This is why it says that the kingdom suffer violence, but the violent take it by force. That means Miss Mary, the enemy is coming in your house trying to put something on you. Guess what? You pressing into the kingdom and saying, no, 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 no. You can't come up in here. I bind you in the name of Jesus. You get out of here. You don't belong here. Let's say that they want to hang out. Oh, didn't I tell you to go? Because God has given you the key, Teresa, to the kingdom. Come in, Teresa. God has put it in your hand. And whatever he put in your hand, he said, you have the right to use it. Right? If God is saying that I have put keys in your hands, he said, okay, daughter, I have given you the keys to everything that I have. He said, and if you know, daughter, 
everything that I have and you here on this earth and earth is not lining up to what I have given you. He said, I want you to open your mouth. I want you to use your authority and I want you to tell what's going on earth. I'm buying you in the name of Jesus. That's not how the kingdom operate. That's not how you're going to operate here because I am bringing the kingdom here to earth. If something is going on in your home and it ain't operating the way the kingdom operate, you rise up in your authority and say, not up in here today. I command you to go in the name of Jesus. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Every spirit of strife, envy, jealousy, go right now in the name of Jesus. Spirit of witchcraft, I put you out in the name of Jesus. Every demonic force that comes against you. Kimmer, come here. You have the right to speak to it. Why? Because God said, I have given you the keys. Why are you putting down your keys? He said, I've given you the right. Kimala, I've given you the right. Whatever ain't going right and it's coming against the word, God said, you open your mouth and you speak those things that be not as though they were. Don't forget what you carry. You carry the keys to the kingdom and it's in you. And God said, allow it to come out of you. Do the work that I have sent you to do. Why are you afraid of their faces? God said, if I say speak, you speak. It don't matter who they are because God said the kingdom suffered violence and the violence takes Take it by force. God said it's in your belly. It is rooted and grounded in you. He said allow it to come out of your mouth. Because you have the keys. The keys belong to you. He said speak those things daughter. That be not as though they were. Because God said, I have already turned it around. He said, heaven don't have sickness. Heaven don't have disease. Heaven don't have lack. Heaven ain't complaining. Heaven ain't murmuring. He said, so if heaven ain't doing it, it don't supposed to be happening here on earth. God said, you speak what heaven is speaking and over your family, over your finances, over every given situation. He said, in the natural, it don't look like it's moving, but you're a supernatural being. So you go on supernatural and not natural. And you say, ah, that's what the kingdom is doing. And that's what we're going to do. Guess what? You're doing kingdom business. How do I know? You're giving. And God said that that you have given daughter. He said it's given back unto you. See yourself with it. He said as you give it out, see it coming back into your house. He said you're supposed to see like the kingdom. Don't see yourself not having it. He said see it coming back into your house. More than enough to do what needs to be done. He said don't fear what I'm telling you to do. He said because I take care of my kingdom. He said, I take care of my kingdom. He said, and you already taken care of. Even before the need is needed, God said, I have already taken care of that need. He said, just receive what the kingdom has. Walk in it. Talk about it. Live it knowing that I'm a kingdom citizen and I have everything that God says that I have. It's yours. It's yours. It's already yours. Healing is yours. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Healing already belongs to you. Outside of how you feel, it's already yours. Say, Lord, I thank you. That is substance. Always. 
in your house. Nothing lacking, more than enough to do what God says that you can do. God has given you hinds feet to leap over every given situation. Everything that's in your way when you show up, it leaves. Why? Because the kingdom has come in on the scene. Every demon that's in your way when you show up, it has to go. Why? Because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. The place begin to shake because you have come in the place because you know who you are. Come on and give him glory. When we know who we are, Come here, Jennifer. Got something to tell y'all. The kingdom is showing up and showing out on the same. See, when kingdom come in, everything got to go. It got to move because the kingdom has showed up in the house. You are the kingdom. You're part of the kingdom. Walk like you're part of the kingdom. Talk like you're part of the kingdom. Because everything that's dark is going to be exposed because of the light that's in you and that's coming through you. Your words, baby, have not fallen to the ground. Everything that you've spoken, even last night, it shall manifest itself. But you got to see it. Even before it show up in the natural. God said I have showed you a lot of things. He said don't doubt me. (laughs) This is not a time for you to doubt me. He said what did I say? He said if I said it. I meant what I said. I'm not man that I should lie. Neither the son of man that I shall repent. Have I not said it? Shall I not do it? Says the Lord. Consider it already done. Walk in it. Hallelujah, God. Talk about it. Yes, God. Because it's done. It is so. Hallelujah. The devil is a liar. God said, if I done it then, I'm doing it right now. I don't change. Father, I thank you right now that this oppressive spirit that has come in to oppress her, loose her right now. In the name of Jesus. Be loose. Your assignment has been canceled. In the name of Jesus. You foul spirit of depression. Leave her right now in the name of Jesus. Every assignment of the enemy has been canceled. In Jesus name. The victory has already been won. Quantum. Hallelujah. Come on, we honor God. We're kingdom. We're kingdom citizens. We do like the kingdom does. If it ain't in heaven, it ain't going to be here on earth. Amen? Already done. 